0: Hello and welcome to the sick podcast, Giants Central, the sickest New York Giants podcast on the planet. Of course, I'm your host, Desmond Novak. Welcome to episode 27. Going to be doing a bit of a preview on the Giants-Packers Monday night football game and why I think this game could piss a lot of people off regardless on if you're this on the side of tanking or not tanking. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the, the sick, sick, podcast. sick podcast, Giants Central. Incomplete, and the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. The sickest New York Giants podcast. It's gonna be sick. Sick. sick, sick, sick. Can y'all believe that we're this deep into the NFL season? Like We're really only a couple of weeks out from the playoffs, and we got to make every second count now. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks, as new customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five on any matchup. So get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, of course. Download the app now and use code six sports again, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five on the NFL only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code six sports. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or if you're in New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HopeNY at 467-369. That out of the way, let's get right into it. Giants Packers Monday Night Football heading into this game the giants have won two games in a row but the packers have won four out of their last five technically three in a row the outcome i mentioned obviously in the in the, in the intro the outcome of this game i think is going to piss a lot of people off regardless of if the giants win or lose because if the giants win you have that section of giants fans who are all about tanking they want Caleb, Caleb Williams they want Drake May whoever and then you have the you know typically older side of the giants fandom who don't want to tank they want to win no matter what blah 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 and then it always ends up every week especially in seasons like this where regardless of the outcome those two sides kind of start to clash a little bit and it becomes very toxic um regardless though of what side i might be on i i'm not on either side really i don't think the giants are winning this one (laughs) uh offensively one of the biggest storylines going into this game is Tommy DeVito, obviously, has won two games in a row now. Obviously, those two teams haven't been that great, but Tyrod Taylor came off of uh, IR, was playing very well before uh, suffering a nasty rib injury against the Jets, uh, I think, for like, exactly four weeks ago, um, and a lot of people are questioning whether or not the Giants were going to bench Tommy DeVito to bring Tyrod Taylor back into the starting lineup, And as I'm sure everyone has heard by now, they didn't. Tommy DeVito is still starting. And I'll say this, Tyrod Taylor is the better quarterback, like by far, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I don't think there's an aspect of the game of football in which Tommy DeVito is better than Tyrod Taylor. However, on the other side of things, from a respect standpoint, The Giants have won two games in a row with Tommy DeVito. The team and the players are very clearly attached to him. We've seen Saquon form a a bit of a a friendship, I guess you could say, with uh, Tommy DeVito. So to bench him now would definitely, eh, I'd say maybe have some questionable effects on the locker room. Some players definitely wouldn't be too happy with that. Then again, some players would probably, probably be happy to see Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, I believe he's now like a, 11 12 year veteran has i mean not that this means anything he's a super bowl champion not that he started in the game or any time that season but you know an experienced guy i, I mean regardless of the, whoever's playing the giant it, it won't matter uh, i will say i can see brian dable putting a shorter leash than normal on tommy devito and like say he starts off slow makes a couple mistakes i could very easily see him getting benched in favor of tyrod Regardless, though of who starts, like I said, it's going to be a shit game from the offense. They've put up more than twenty points one time since week two, and it was against the Commanders two weeks ago. Meanwhile, the Packers have scored twenty or more in just about every game they played. I think there were like when I was looking, there were like maybe three, maybe four games where they didn't score twenty points. Meanwhile, the Giants have only done that twice. So. Is going to be a rough one to watch. Uh, the Packers' defense, though, I will say, isn't, is not pretty good. Uh, <laughs> their defense ranks 23rd in passing yards allowed and twenty six in touchdowns. And again, I know I usually say this, but the higher the number means the better. It's not like if they're first in passing yards allowed, they allow the least, blah, blah, blah. Um, I will say something to keep an eye on. A lot of players on the defense uh, were listed as questionable when I checked earlier today. J.R. Alexander, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt. If even, like, two of those guys aren't good to go on Monday, it's going to be a huge advantage for the Giants. Like, all four or five of those guys are very good football players. A couple of them pro-bowl, all pro-level. Um, I think I think Jair Alexander is going to be good to go. The dude is wearing, like, a WWE-type belt over his shoulder in the locker room today and was not really talking trash but saying some pretty funny things. Um, haven't heard much on anyone else. I I'm just... I, I'm trying to think of, like, what the Giants can really do offensively. <clears throat> and it's hard to because there hasn't been a consistent recipe all season long. Oh, I thought for a second, I thought uh, Shohei Ohtani had signed somewhere. Uh, what's his face? Ken Rosenthal had said something about Ohtani. Sorry about that. Um, and but back back to the Giants offense, I don't know what they can do. The the system has been so shit this year that, like, in my mind, I was trying to formulate, like, oh, if they did this, it could lead to that. But everything has been, like, so bad that I can't at this point. <laughs> um, I will say the Giants offensive line could be in for a better game than usual. The Packers are 20th in sacks, 16th in pressures. I doubt that the Giants' offensive line is going to step up. We've had games where teams have been. I think when the Giants played the Seahawks, they were like bottom five in sacks and pressures, and they had like 13, 14 sacks in the game back in, I think, week four. So like that number doesn't mean much. But at the same time, the Giants' offensive line is probably at the best it's been health-wise all season long. I know Evan Neal's not playing, but at this point, Tyree Phillips is just as good, if not better, than Evan Neal, regardless of if it's pass protection or run blocking. Um, I, if I had to come up with something for like the Giants to really, I guess, do on offense, it would be to feed Jalen Hyatt. I mean, I say it every week, but I swear to God, every time this kid gets the ball, good things happen. Like his target to like catch ratio is like a lot better than most receivers, like in the league period, let alone of his caliber. And just overall, like, I feel like he's proven more than enough that that he can be more than just a deep threat guy. Like He can be the intermediate route. He can be the short route guy. He's a very good all-around weapon. It's just unfortunate that he hasn't been used as such. And then the one week he was used, he had five for 109. Uh, That was last week against the Patriots. And he was really the Giants' only source of offense throughout that entire game. Normally, that would be Saquon, but with how bad the Giants' offense has been, teams aren't really as worried because they know that if they can just stack the box, they're going to stop Saquon and they're the passing offense is so shit that they're going to slow that down as well. I mean, maybe they can try and get Wandell out in the open field and they always try to do this, but it's, it's in the dumbest ways because it just runs swing routes and wide receiver screens for him that never work because the giants, I, I, I saw a stat, I think Dan Duggan uh, tweeted it. It was a while ago. of basically saying that like, the giants are like by far the worst team in the league at running screens and like, yeah, like I don't remember a time in the last like eight years-ish where the Giants have been good at running screens. Like it's actually really funny. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Outside of like that, I'd say just be aggressive really. Like this isn't a team where you can just score 10 points and win like they did against the Patriots. You have to come out, give Jalen Hyatt the ball. Maybe Maybe you can get Saquon going, especially if Quay Walker's out. I know Devondre Campbell is a very, very, very good linebacker. So, like, it's not like if they're missing Quay Walker, they're not going to have a good linebacker out there. But still, losing a guy that good will hurt. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's such a shit point in the season because, like, I really do want to give you guys more, like, in-depth stuff. But things are so inconsistent and trash with the Giants offense that I can't. Like, it's hard to. Uh, so I'm just going to stop talking about the offense. There's no point in doing that defense time and that they might be getting Dexter Lawrence back uh, missed last week. I believe a uh, hamstring injury, if I'm not mistaken, practice today, I believe was a limited participant, but should, you know, jet game days, three, four days away. He should be back in time. He's arguably the most dominant defensive player in the league right now. He might not get the sack numbers, but at the end of the day, looking at him play, no one can stop him regardless of if it's a double team or not um overall for the defense so not just talking about Dexter Lawrence it's going to take a lot because again we all know that the Giants offense is never going to step up for them so it, it's really like they ha- they have to win these games like the defense has to be the guy they have to be the ones to step up every week which is kind of where I think that the whole uh quote-unquote beef between Wink Martindale and Brian Dable started is like I don't think Brian Dable is fully holding the offense accountable. Meanwhile, you have guys like Xavier McKinney, who has come out after games and said, like, yeah, like the defense did their part. And Brian Dable obviously doesn't like that. Um, they've allowed the Giants defense allowed 26 points in the last two weeks, but the Packers aren't as bad as the commanders of the Patriots. On the season, they rank 18th in passing touchdowns, seventh and or no. 18th in passing yards, seventh in passing touchdowns, and 11th in interceptions. Jordan Love has been like hilariously up and down. Like one game will have like a touchdown and three interceptions, the next will have like three or four touchdowns and no interceptions. So it really just depends on the variation of Jordan Love you're getting. They're not like none of their guys really scare me too much. I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to be playing. I don't think so. I know he suffered an injury that looked pretty nasty, but I don't think it was as bad as people thought a couple weeks ago. Um, But like, really, like no one on that offense really scares me too much. Like, it's not like, you know, a couple years ago where they had a fully healthy Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. And what the hell is the name of that one tight end that everyone was mad about when Evan Ingram made a Pro Bowl over him? I can't remember because I don't even think he's on the team anymore. Um, it's all going to come down to Jordan Love again. Uh, I, the Giants really do need big gains from Adore Jackson, Deontay Banks again. They've both been really up and down on the season, but last week they were great. Deontay got an interception. Adore almost had a couple of his own. They, they were shut down for the most part. Adore is a guy I talked about it with the tier list episode yesterday. He, I think he was the first guy I ranked. He's definitely having his worst season as a giant so far, but it's still, he's still like an average to above average corner. So it's hard to really complain, uh, regardless of if they can show up and like really help contain guys like Jaden Reed, uh, and Christian Watson, guys like that, things are going to get a lot easier for the giants, uh, defense. I, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing that I was going to get into. I was going to save the fucking giants front defense is really bad. Like there have been moments where it's looked really good, which is, you know, because of Bobby O'Karriki and Micah McFadden, two guys that like the difference between watching the Giants defense last and this season is like huge with them. Um, but last week it was really bad. They allowed 31 carries for 147 yards and a touchdown against the Patriots. The Packers run offense. Isn't crazy. 22nd in yards, 26 in touchdown 17th in yards per carry with 4.2. So like that's not great for the Packers. But then again, the Giants run defense is, if not bottom of the league, I think they're definitely bottom 10 at this point in almost every stat. Um, it's because really outside of like Dexter, uh, uh Bobby Okereke Micah McFadden, that's three guys. Uh, I- I'd throw Xavier McKinney as a good run stopper. You have four good run stoppers on an 11 man defense. Maybe Jason Pennock can, he's definitely a solid run stopper, but still, um, I just they're which is crazy because the Packers aren't even that good and I'm like so dumbfounded because the Giants are just such a they're such a weird team. They're in such a weird position right now to where I'm really struggling to come up with what they can do. Because on one hand, I do want to see the Giants win no matter what, but at the same time, there's some pretty good quarterbacks, man. There are some pretty good quarterbacks in this year's draft. Uh everyone's talking about Caleb uh Caleb Williams, Drake May I almost said Caleb May and Drake <laughs> Williams. Um but there are some other really good guys in this draft that, like, I really want to see the Giants give a chance. I think Jaden Daniels, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, out of LSU, a guy I've really liked as like not really a project quarterback, but like he does a lot of the things that a quarterback under a Brian Dable system would thrive uh, under. He's a great runner. He is a fucking cannon. He does struggle with, like, intermediate routes. He does have some uh, technique issues with his throwing mechanics. Uh, But overall, like, that's a guy, like, we saw Josh Allen have very similar issues coming out of college. And look at what Brian Dable did to him. Not trying to say that Jaden Daniels is going to be the next Josh Allen or anything. But, like, that similar frame of quarterback has a pretty decent track record in the NFL with the right coaching. But then again... The Giants don't have the offensive line or weapons to really help, you know, bring up a guy like that. I don't know. The Giants draft is going to be really interesting because it, no matter what people are going to be angry, you have the Daniel Jones hive that are going to be really pissed that uh, they're replacing their, their father, apparently Daniel Jones. Cause I've seen some insane comments about him uh, on Twitter recently. And then you're going to have, if they don't take a quarterback, say they go like Joe all out of uh, Notre Dame, right? Tackle, or uh i'm trying i don't want to mispronounce his name but there's a really good edge rusher out of uh ucla i don't want to mispronounce his name because i feel bad uh or they you know they go that to replace aziz or then the people who really want a quarterback are going to be bad and it's just like it sucks man this shit sucks being bad again like last year was so nice of like Man, like we can the Giants can really take whatever position they want. Like sure there are positions they should target, like corner and which is what they did, but like if they went for like a luxury pick, they could have done that. And now it's back to dog shit. Like even I mean, even two years ago, like everyone basically knew that they were gonna go tackle an edge rusher. It was just a matter of who and how the draft fell. And obviously they made the wrong pick at tackle, but you know, at least I, I don't know. Giant the Giants fan base has been so like so so separated. Everyone just needs to come together, man. I'm I'm so tired of seeing all the arguments about who wants Daniel Jones, who doesn't want Daniel Jones, who wants Brian Dable, who doesn't want Brian Dable, blah 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 blah. But then then again, that's every fan base. And of course, being in you know New York market, it's gonna be amplified. I, I don't know. Overall, though, I'd say keys for back to the Packers game, of course. Keys for this game. Dexter Lawrence needs to be healthy. The, the run defense need him. The Packers interior offensive line isn't anything too crazy. Nothing that like should slow down a guy like him. Put pressure on Jordan Love. He can be a very good quarterback at times, but he can also be a really bad quarterback at times. And if we can get that really bad variant of Jordan Love, then the Giants could be in for a very fun day. And I don't know. I think it's in Lambeau. I'm not sure. Um, And we know that Wink Martindale loves to put pressure on young quarterbacks. It's saw I'm doing with Sam Howell, Mac Jones, Bailey Zapp. Run those creative blitzes of where you're getting guys like uh, Jason Pinnock and even like I think Dane Belton had a couple blitzes last week. Make these guys confuse and make them shit their pants, and you're going to force some mistakes, and you're going to win this game. But then again, they could do all that, and they could just not score anything on offense like they have done in weeks past, and I could just look foolish for saying this. But with that being said, I'm going to wrap things up here. I'd I'd love to give you guys more, but the Giants are a a shit show right now. They're a confusing team, and the rest of the season is going to be very, I don't even want to say boring, but very, like, meh to watch. Thank you all so much for watching, though. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you're reminded every time we upload a new uh, episode. Thank you again for watching, and I'll see you all in the next one. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast, Giant Central, on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.